going on everybody what is up my little ones happy anniversary three six five we made it one whole year of the podcast and it's all thanks to you guys give yourselves a round of applause Obviously, guys, before we get into the episode, make sure you go follow that Facebook page that y'all love so much. Make sure you go check out that Instagram page with all the highlights. At Kevin's Little Podcast, duh. Guys, if you want to become a member of the Little Family, all you got to do is click that link in every episode. Click that 99 cents button and you are a member of the Little Family for just 99 cents a month, guys. That's it. Also, shoot me in my DMs if you want to ask me a question or get your comments read live on the podcast. Shout out Little Jelly Cheese. He's the only man that be answering them questions on the podcast. I don't even know who that man is, but shout out Little Jelly Cheese. Let's go. One more clap for y'all. You finished one hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about them cowboys? Never get tired of playing that. <laughs> Let's go. Kevin's Little Podcast. Let's do it. One year anniversary, baby. All right. Like I said, guys, happy one year anniversary on the podcast. It's crazy, man. It's crazy the fact that we've made it this far. And that it's already been a year. You feel me? We've already been doing this thing for a year, and we've already grown a lot in that time. You know what I mean? We've already grown in such a big way in such what seems like a little amount of time. So before I get into what I want to talk about, obviously, we got a bunch of sports going on. UFC, NFL's back. I know it's been a while. I'm going I'm to get into all that. But before we get into that, I wanted to shout out all of my fans that are overseas, uh, that are not from the USA, I didn't realize that I'd be getting podcast fans from over there uh, in any kind of way. But as it turns out, I'm actually getting fans from people in the UK. I'm getting fans from people in Bangladesh. I'm getting fans from Canada. Isle of Man, Samoa, Germany. I mean, like, I've actually got I've actually got a fan base in other countries. Which I just think is cool. Now, obviously, when you look at my numbers and you look at you know my audience demographic, obviously it's all it's it's ninety-five percent United States, right? But as far as just the fact that I even have fans. From over there, it just makes me laugh, you know. So, shout out to all my fans over there. Thank you for supporting this podcast. It's not the best podcast in the world. I don't get my episodes out a lot, but I'm doing my best. Um, as far as me not getting episodes out lately, the past like month, I apologize. I got hit with that coronavirus again. It was the second time I got it. The first time I got it, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was okay. I could manage. 
it was mainly just the sense uh the sense of smell was gone sense of taste was gone um not gone but t- things tasted weird um couldn't smoke smoke tasted like ash not ass ash um and then uh you know we just had some family stuff that we needed to get done i didn't have the right kind of time to to do it like i want to do it you know how i want to do it i want to have a fun time and do this thing i want to be energized i want to be ready to go and man I, I i'll tell you what i don't know why the corona hit so hard this time but it did it it got me hard man i was on my couch on my bed not able to move for whatever reason the first few days it felt like my stomach had a belt wrapped around it super super tight and was just getting tighter and tighter and i couldn't get any relief from it i couldn't sleep i couldn't eat like i'd literally take one bite of something and just go i I can't eat this i can't eat this i feel like i'm gonna throw up or i'm gonna pass out like it's just it was hard it was terrible so i obviously couldn't i was not in any mood to do no podcasts for that like week and a half um and then i came back and i've just I've been working like a dog, man. I've been working like a dog. The wife had off from work for a long time um, and got a new job. So she was out of work for a while. Uh, so just coming home every day and then trying to do everything else was, was difficult. Uh, but we, we made it work. You know what I mean? We getting through. We, 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 uh, we got what we doing what we need to do. So other than that, NFL football is back. Cowboy football is finally here. Cowboy football. Um, I cannot wait for the first game of the season. Obviously, we had Bills and Rams last night. Last night was Thursday night football. And I thought the Bills were going to win to begin with, but I didn't think they'd win 31-10. to 10. That's Against the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, that's surprising to me. I thought the Rams were going to put up more of a fight. And I started thinking about it. Obviously, the Rams, like I said, are coming off of their Super Bowl win. So maybe there was guys in the offseason didn't work as hard, didn't try as hard. They finally got where they wanted to go, especially Matthew Stafford. I Matthew Stafford spent how many years in Detroit doing nothing, getting beat to hell for a shit team and being basically the best player on that team for all 12 years other than, like, you know, Megatron, obviously. So. You know, I could see him on the off season, maybe taking it easy, you know, getting the relax. He's in the tail end of his career anyway. And he came out and he played not a great game. Right. Um, credit. And I also started thinking about it, too. Who's on that defense now for the Rams that was on the the uh, or sorry, who's on that defense now for the Bills that was on the Rams a year ago? Von Miller. So he knows everything that that offense does. He practiced against them for a whole year. He, you know, he learned their schedule, their system, how they play. And I can imagine once you win the Super Bowl, you don't really change many things. You know, you don't win a Super Bowl and go, okay, well, now that we've won, let's change a whole bunch of things up and go, you know, um, and go, you know, crazy and and try to switch things up. That's 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 not how you normally do it. You want to keep things status quo and add to what you did last year and just improve on the things that you didn't do well. Um, obviously, Tampa got hit pretty hard with uh, offensive line, and they tried to run it back, and you see how hard it is even when you get every single person on the team to come back. 
you still don't get guys playing like they did the year before. Why? Because they have their Super Bowl ring. They're not as hungry to get number two as they were to get number one. Number one will always be special because that's what you're chasing for. That's what most people who join get into the NFL want to do is win that Super Bowl. Now, obviously, you got guys that really don't give a shit. Some guys will, some guys won't. But when you get guys that worked their whole career to get there and they finally win, the next year might not be as good because they're not putting 1,000% hard into it. Now they're just putting 100% hard into it. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? I feel like it does. Um, and the outlier is Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the 100% outlier because he goes in there every single year fully determined to compete and win a Super Bowl. Um, and I, I, I just, I, you're never going to see another Tom Brady again. Now, obviously, you're going to get guys that play as long as he does. But to play consistently for as long as he has, that is the truly crazy thing. Now, Pat Mahomes is obviously looking like a very good prospect. You know, he already made it to his two soup to suit. To, he already made it to two Super Bowls, won one. He's already been to multiple AFC championship games. So, you know, obviously he's got a good shot. And look at and look at Tom. He had a 10-year gap in his career where he didn't win a Super Bowl, but then he went on and won a good majority in the in the beginning and in the end. So, you know, it it does happen. You do get guys who are not going to be fully committed the year after they win that Super Bowl, and I think that's what happened with the Rams. And I think the Bills, they were literally an overtime possession away from being able to compete for that chance to go to the Super Bowl um, against the Kansas City Chiefs. That was the most back-and-forth game ever last year. Um, and the Bills never got the ball in overtime, so you never know. So they, they're thinking, we've added, we've gotten better, we're going to do better, we're going to make that Super Bowl push. I think the Bills are actually going to make the Super Bowl this year. Um, we're going to get into that just in a minute when I give out my not only division winners, but Super Bowl prediction, Final Four. We're going to do all that, guys. We got all that coming and more in this episode of Kevin's Little Podcast with me, your host, as always, Kevin Mother Loving Little. Damn straight, we the best. Damn straight. Yes, damn straight, we are the best. Um, speaking of the best, I'm not going to be doing this podcast alone. I know y'all guys probably saw my Facebook post, uh, the one post I did <laughs> in like the last week, but I am having my guest on today, Austin Schmorley. Um, he is coming on. I am going to do this little first bit here by myself. And then we're going to bring him on. Um, I want to get all my sports crap out of the way first before he comes on and we talk anime. Because trust me, this year is going to be chock full of anime and we got so much to talk about. It's ridiculous. Um, but before we get into all the anime, upcoming and not, we got to talk about the UFC, guys. We got to talk about the UFC. Shit went down. The card has changed. The fight as we know it will no longer be taking place and we'll be getting three new fights. It's just, it's, it's some craziness. So let me start 
at the beginning, for those who don't know, Nate Diaz was supposed to be fighting Kamzat Chimaev. Now, Kamzat Chimaev is this undefeated Russian guy uh, who's just been tearing through the division, number three ranked already in, um, what is it, welterweight or whatever. Um, he showed up and missed weight by seven and a half pounds. Now, there have been fights canceled for one pound. There have been fights canceled for literally one pound. You miss weight by one pound, they give you two hours to sweat the rest out, and they couldn't do it, so they cancel a fight. That has already happened before. So I'm thinking, this is a super highly anticipated fight. They have been hyping this fight up for now, like, you know, the last two, three weeks now, really getting hyped for it. And he misses weight by seven and a half pounds. You had Nate Diaz posting pictures and talking about, oh, I don't care if I lose. I don't care if he wins. Whatever. Beat me. I stopped preparing for this fight. I'm not, I don't, like, I'm not even training anymore right now. I'm just going to go in there and fight. And if he wins, he wins. I don't care. Whatever. Beat me. So you got that happening. You got Jemayev missing weight. It's, you know, there's, there's videos of him, you know, drinking like sparkling water and eating mad food the night before the fight. Uh, apparently they both brought entourages of like 30, 40, 50 people plus with them to the press conference, which that's too many people to be even begin with. It has been a massive, as Dana called it, a massive shit show of events going on in the UFC right now. It got so bad that during the press conference yesterday on Thursday, Kevin Holland and Shemaev were backstage i guess they were talking and somehow darren till was also involved i guess he's friends with chemayev one thing led to another things are getting said names are getting called whatever's going on and it gets separated for a minute but then nate diaz's team comes in and now they're involved and the next thing you know it popped off both teams Fighters, Paulo Costa, Darren Till, Kevin Holland, Tony Ferguson, Nate Diaz. Everybody is going off. Everybody's fighting. It's getting crazy. So Dana has to cancel the press conference. And he says, we're not going to do this. It's in everybody's best interest and safety if everybody just gets out of here and we not do this right now. So I'm sorry there's no press conference. Um. Next day, obviously Friday, day I'm recording this, September 9th, happy anniversary to the podcast. We get news, breaking news. After Chimaev misses weight and everything else has happened, they have rescheduled the fight. So Nate Diaz will no longer be taking on Kamzat Chimaev. Kevin Holland will no longer be taking on 11-ranked Daniel Rodriguez. Tony Ferguson will not, in fact, be fighting number 14-ranked Lee Jin Liang. No, 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 no. None of that will be happening. None of those fighters will be taking place. What will be happening is now number 14 ranked and number 11 ranked Daniel Rodriguez, Lee Jin Liang at a catch weight coming in to fight each other. Then you've got Kevin Holland, who was supposed to fight Daniel. He's now going to fight Chimaev. And in the main event, you've got Tony, who was supposed to fight Lee. He's going to fight Nate Diaz. So the whole card is completely switched around. Everybody's moving around fights. 
I mean, you still got good fights on the prelims on that. You know, you got Ariana Aldane on there, Johnny Walker, Ian Kutalaba. Oh, we got to talk about Johnny Johnny Walker's nonsense comments about CBD. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, But yeah, it has been, like Dana said, a shit show over in the UFC. So I don't know what we're going to get. Um, I had all my research and all my prep and all my stuff done for Diaz and Chimaev and Rodriguez and Holland, and now that doesn't even matter. So now I'm going off the cuff. We're just gonna, we're just gonna react to this, guys. We're just gonna react to this on the day it happens. Tomorrow's the fight, so you know it, it's gonna be crazy. Um, Legion Liang, Daniel Rodriguez. I mean that that is that is gonna be. Honestly, more interesting than if he's than if Lee had to fight Tony. Um, I actually like that matchup better. It's two young, hungry lions coming in to fight each other. Uh, they've both got no prep for each other. Now, obviously, Lee was supposed to be fighting Tony, and Kevin or Daniel was supposed to be fighting Kevin Holland. So when you look at, let's look at. Jin Liang for a second. He's supposed to be fighting Tony. So he's pre- all his prep and all his training camp has been focused on Tony, who is the most unpredictable, unorthodox fighter that we've probably ever seen in the UFC. He, and let's not, not even to mention, the man is almost impossible to put down, unless you're Michael Chandler, who just kicked him right in his fucking jaw. But Tony is a monster. So I'm very interested to see how it's going to change going up against Daniel because Daniel's more flat-footed, but he's got a lot more power and he's going to be a lot more aggressively active than Tony would be. Tony's going to be doing a whole lot of moving around, throwing a lot of crazy kicks and spinning punches and 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 doing a lot of crazy things. Daniel's not going to do that. He's going to stand right in front of your face and he's going to knock your head off. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how these two match up against each other. Um, so I, if I really had to pick, hmm, as much as I like Daniel, and I know that he's ranked number 11, I'm going to go with Lee Jin Liang. I think Lee is dangerous, and I think he's got just the toughest chin as Tony does. Nah, maybe not as Tony. But he's got a good fucking chin, and so does Daniel. So this one's going to be a straight stand-up fight. You're going to see fists flying. You're going to see no takedowns. I don't think there. I don't think there will be a single takedown attempted. Maybe if Lee gets hurt, maybe he might try to sprawl, get a takedown, and just work some ground up. Maybe, sure. But I don't think we're going to see these dudes wrestling at all. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Lee. Because he's ranked number 14 and he's the lower guy, I'm going with him. I'm going with the underdog on that one. Uh, Chemayev and Holland at the co-main. I mean, I love Kevin Holland. We share a name. He's a great fighter. But lately, he's been very unimpressive. He's lost a lot of fights. And even in the fight he won, he didn't look impressive. So... I, I got to go with Chimaev. I mean, he's a minus 850 favorite. That's huge. Plus 600. If you truly think that Kevin Holland can surprisingly, can somehow get the biggest win of his career against the undefeated Kamzat Chimaev, who even Gilbert Burns couldn't beat, 
And I think Gilbert Burns is a much better fighter than Kevin Holland. <laughs> yeah, I don't see how Kevin Holland's winning this fight. I really don't. Uh, this is probably going to be the worst matchup on the card, to be honest with you. So, you ask me, I'm going Jemaya easy. And then obviously you got Diaz and Ferguson in the main event. I just can't trust Nate Diaz scar tissue on his face. He is the most hittable fighter in in the game. I mean, he you, he's so easy to hit because he doesn't care if he gets hit. He's got one of the best cardio, yet he gets hit all the time. And it seems like the second you open up that cut above his eye, it's over. The doctors are going to come in and stop it because look at the way look at the way um, Jorge Masvidal cut him up. You know what I'm saying? Like. He cut him up bad, and they had to stop that one. So I can only imagine if Tony lands a bunch of good shots or lands an elbow, it's going to be over for Nate. Granted, Nate's got a granite chin. So he's not going to get put down, that's for sure. If if it's going to get stopped, it's going to be by the doctor. But Tony's ground game is vicious. He's just been way more active than Nate Diaz, and I think in this sport, activity is everything. Um, I just don't, I, I just, I really don't have that much faith in Nate Diaz lately. But apparently, the odds makers do because he is also a minus eight fifty favorite, which makes no sense to me. I think that is stupid. I think there's no way Tony should be a plus six hundred underdog. I think that's actually if. I think if you're going to play any money on any underdog tonight, it should be Tony Ferguson. I think that's I think that's a, a good underdog bet to take is Tony Ferguson because I think he's got a surefire shot to beat Nate Diaz. I don't know if my boy Schmitty is listening to this podcast, but Schmitty, if you are, just know I am not picking Nate Diaz in this fight. I am picking Tony Ferguson. Um, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> wow, what do I even... What do I even say? I can't even make a a, a Kevin's podcast parlay on this one because I I don't I'm not, should I even talk about this? I don't really want to talk about this, but I'm gonna talk about this. Uh, my betting lately has not been one to even talk about, and I don't even really want to talk about this, but I'm going to. I. Okay, so let's just say I got a $100 free bet, okay? It's a free bet for $100 that you can put on anything. So I put it on an MLB parlay. Two teams. It was like Yankees and Cardinals, right? They won. I won $142 off that 100 for free, for free, because it was a free bet. It was none of my actual money. I ended up parlaying that $142 into multiple MLB parlays, right? I lost all $142, and I be- the only bet that I won was on the Diamondbacks against the Padres when they were underdogs. Every other time I bet money on MLB and, and somebody was favorited, they lost. It was absolute nonsense. It was just, I'd, be- I'd make a three-team parlay. Two teams would hit, that one team wouldn't. I'd make multiple two-team parlays. One of every single parlay would win and loss. It was just ridiculous 
how many times I lost in a row. It was like $10, $10, $20, $10, $15, $10, $10. I just was it I, all the way up to 142. I'm I'm literally down to my last $5 on DraftKings. If I don't hit this NFL parlay that I have coming up, I'm losing everything. And then I'm just I'm just going to delete the DraftKings app and not play again for like a long time because that losing 142 straight on bets multiple bet oh my god damn it i always do the wrong one i always look for the boo yeah that i always look for that and i always end up hitting the raven i don't know why this soundboard is labeled weird um ugh, god that that made me so mad that made me so mad losing all that money but I, I, I'm not even, I, I can't get back into that or I'm going to get mad during the podcast and I don't want to do that to you. Johnny Walker. We got to talk about Johnny Walker, folks. And I'm not talking about the alcohol. I'm talking about the fighter. We got to talk about light heavyweight prospect, ranked number 12, Johnny Mother Loving Walker. Johnny, Mr. Smoke that CBD, but laced with THC. I got schizophrenia bullish. Walker. <laughs> Dude. Okay, so apparently... Johnny Walker has been taking CBD oil to uh, counteract his schizophrenia, which he claims to have. But now he's come out and said that all CBD is laced with some sort of THC and that he's basically been drugging himself with this CBD for the last three years. And that's why his last couple of fights have been bad and he's lost and got knocked out because he's drugging himself. I just want to know, Johnny Walker, if you ever listen to this, who are you buying your CBD from that is laced with THC? Because that's the whole mother-loving point of them taking the THC out of the CBD. So whatever you're getting is just bad shit, and that's on you for not realizing what you're taking. You're a fighter who should know exactly what they're putting into their body. That's the whole reason. They have USADA. So if you were smoking CBD and THC was in it, that would have shown up. They would have popped you for that. So that's what doesn't make any kind of sense to me whatsoever. Um, now, uh, so <laughs> that just to me made me laugh. And now that I see that he was on the card against Ian Kudalaba, Ian, I hope you win. I do actually do think Ian Kudalaba will win. I think Johnny was a bunch of show and a bunch of hype coming in. But he showed he's very, very susceptible to being knocked out and to being hit. And that if you can just land some good punches, he folds and he stops all that crazy high flying, jumping around because he gets tagged and he gets dizzy and he's a tall, lanky fuck. So, uh, I'll go Ian Kudalaba. You got Irina, Irene Aldana and Macy Chiasin. Well, Irene is just a beast, so I'm going her. Obviously, I took uh, Lee Jin Liang, taking Kamzat, and Tony Ferguson. Now, Tony Ferguson is the underdog at six plus 600, so if you're going to bet on Tony, it's worth it. Um, other than that, I think we're done with the UFC. I want to move on to some football, because like I said, obviously, we, have, we had Bills, Rams, my Cowboys coming up this year. We got the stupid Buccaneers, uh, literally right away 
again for the second straight season. Why we're getting the stupid Buccaneers again for the second straight season as our opener, I don't know. Um, you know what I always loved as a Cowboy fan? I always loved having our first game of the season be a division rival, whether it was the Giants or Washington or Philly. I loved having the Giants' first game of the season every year because I just knew we were coming away with a win first game of the season every year. It always feels good because then not only do you start off 1-0 and in the, with the total record, you start off 1-0 and in your division record, which is just so fucking... Aye. Oh, my God, I love it. That's the one I wanted. The, for the, second, the first one's kind of sexual, isn't it not? <laughs> wow, I've never really fucked around with this soundboard too much, have I? I'll tell you what, though. I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be a good season. Um, It's not going to be a great season. It's going to be an okay season. Um, Oh, crap. Hang on. Left my papers over there. We are going to break down the NFL Division Winners. Give me one second. I got them for good. I'm coming back, putting on my headphones as we speak. Here we go. Okay. Oh, my echo's still on. All right. Introducing first, the toughest division in football, the team with four quarterbacks who are just absolute studs. We got the AFC West. Going with AFC West, we got Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, and Raiders. Now, I got the Chargers winning this division at 12 and 5. Craziest thing about this ranking or uh about this division, I could see the lowest rank, the lowest winning record is going to be 10 and 7 with the Chiefs. 10 and 7. I think Chargers going 12 and 5. Chiefs 10 and 7. Broncos 11 and 6 and then Raiders at 10 and 7 with the Chiefs. So I know what y'all are thinking. Craziness. How are all those teams going to win? Because that t- division is fucking loaded. That division is loaded. The Chargers have honestly the best chemistry considering they not they didn't get rid of anybody. They added on to what they had last year which was a great record in an absolutely loaded conference. Um, this year, with the additions they've made, they are going to take that top spot. Chiefs, they lost Tyreek Hill. That's going to affect them. That's really going to affect them and how they play. Uh, you don't take away the fastest football player in the game and all of a sudden just get better. No, I think they're going to take a step back. Pat Mahomes will play better than last year because he played terrible in the beginning. He played absolutely terrible, but he picked it up second half of the year. I think he'll start strong and strong. Broncos, it's going to take a little bit of that time for that chemistry to really set in, and they've had a lot of injuries during the regular season. So you know what? I'm actually going to downgrade them. I'm actually going to downgrade them to a 10-7, and 7, and I'm actually going to move the Chiefs up to 11-6. and 6. So I'm swapping their spots. So I'm getting Chargers at 12-5, and 5, Chiefs at 11-6, and 6, and then Broncos and Raiders at... Uh, Eleven and uh, twelve and five. Uh, 
No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ten and seven. Ten and seven for the Broncos and Raiders. Twelve and five for the Chiefs, and twelve and five for the Chargers. Um, let's move over to the AFC South. Probably one of the worst divisions in football. You got the Colts, Titans, Jags, and Texans in that order. Colts with the new addition of Matt Ryan with Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line. I think they're going to do pretty great things. They got a bunch of easy games right away. Uh, so I'm going 11 and 6 for the Colts, 9 and 8 for the Titans. King Henry coming back, but you still got uh, the rookie at quarterback. Um, unless you unless they do Tannehill, which I don't, I don't. Again, I you either got the rookie or Tannehill. So unless the rookie Malik Willis just plays out of his mind, I don't really see the Titans doing too much. Um, obviously you'll have King Henry, but that's, that's he could only do you so much. So I'm going nine and eight for the Titans. Uh, Jags will improve this year, five and twelve. And the Texans, I honest to God, I'm looking at their entire schedule. The only win I could possibly give them might be the Bears, but I think the Bears are going to be better than people expected. I think the Bears are going to be way better than people expected. I think the people think that the Bears are going to be so bad this year, but I think the Bears are going to be so much better. Um, not not incredibly better, but better. So I'm going winless for my brothers down there in Houston. Yes, I'm sorry, Texans fans. Y'all are going winless this year. I don't see y'all getting one friggin' win. But that honestly goes the same for the Jets and the Falcons. I don't see them having any wins this year. I think we might see three winless teams. Moving on up to the north side, you got Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, Browns. Obviously, I'm going Ravens to win this division heavy if everybody can stay healthy. 14 and 3. Bengals at 12 and 5. They're going to be right there uh, trying to prove that getting to their Super Bowl was not a fluke. Uh, Joe Burrow got sacked the most time by any quarterback, has been sacked by far, and still made it. Um, they bolstered up their offensive line. I think they're going to be better. 12 and 5. Steelers, 6 and 11. I don't trust Mitch Trubisky. I don't trust Mason Rudolph. I don't trust Kenny Pickett. That quarterback room is sketchy. You lost Juju. You basically only got Claypool and Najee Harris, which I think those guys are good, not great. You got 6 and 11 for the Steelers. And then Browns with Deshaun Watson not being there until week 11. Hmm. It's going to be hard. Sorry, week 12. It's going to be hard. For them to be able to rally off wins late in that season to get anything done. So, I mean, at best, you got 6-11. and 11. Right there with the Steelers, 6-11. and 11. All right, AFC East, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. We're going to start running through these ones here. Obviously, Bills, I'm thinking, are making it to the Super Bowl. I think they are going to be 15-2. and 15-2. Only losses, I think, on their schedule at Chiefs and maybe at Bengals. That could be the only two teams I could see winning. So I, I'm I'm giving them bare minimum fifteen and two. Dolphins, they've got exceptionally better. They added Tyreek Hill. They added Leal Collins. They added Cedric Wilson. They added Teron Armstead. They've added a lot of weapons. I see them still only going nine and eight because I don't trust that quarterback. Tua Tagovailoa is still very inconsistent, and I, I I don't see him taking full advantage of this offense. Patriots six and eleven. I think Mac Jones will progress, but still, they're just they're not going to be good with how good with 
the guys they have late in their schedule, Vikings, Bills, Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, all to end their season, I think they're going to lose all those games. I don't see them winning any of that that late in the season um, unless Mac Jones just plays out of his mind. And then Jets, uh, Jets, they're starting Joe Flacco at quarterback. Again, winless. Let's switch over now to the NFC side, my conference side. We're going to start off with the West, I think probably one of the better divisions. Rams, Cardinals, Niners, Seahawks, Rams, going to be proven, trying to get back to that, uh, trying to get back to that, what do you call it, Super Bowl. And I already predicted that the Bills would beat the Rams week one, and that came true. So here we go, 13-4 and four for the Rams, 11-6 and six for the Cardinals, 8-9 and nine for the Niners. Uh, shout out Eddie Soto, my resident Niner fan. And then Seattle Seahawks. Y'all got Geno Smith. Y'all are not winning a damn thing. Y'all are going to go 2-15. and 15. Opposite of the Bills. To the NFC South with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Jameis Winston and the Saints. Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. And Marcus Mariota and the Falcons. That is a very, very interesting quarterback uh, quad. That they've got going on down there in the South. Bucks, I see 15 and 2 on their schedule. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, I actually do not see 15 and 2. I'm actually going to go 13 and 4. Um, with, with the uh, loss of the offensive lineman this year, I think that's really going to hurt Tom Brady. Not to the point where, you know, he's going to blow his whole season, but it's definitely going to hurt because he likes to get the quarter, the, the ball out faster than anybody. So, going to be a little difficult for them uh saints six and eleven it's just again the the strength of schedule that they have late is going to be a problem uh panthers with baker mayfield i think are going to do some, some pretty pretty surprising things i'm going to give them six wins and then the falcons i just maybe you get that win against the seahawks maybe um nfc north NFC North, you got the Packers, you got the Vikings, you got the Bears, and you got the Lions. Obviously, I'm going to take the Packers to win that division. Um, with the loss of Devontae Adams, uh, I think it's going to affect Aaron Rodgers more than he thinks it's going to affect Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to go with 12-5 and five for the Packers. And Vikings are going to be coming up close at 11-6, and six, right on that ass, baby. Bears are going to be way better than people expected at 7-10. and 10, And the Lions coming in at a depressing 4-3. and three, But they're going to have better season than last year because last season was just awful. Uh, and with two picks that they picked up, I think will actually make their offense a little more scary. But they just don't have what it takes to win much of anything there down in Detroit. And finally... The NFC least. We got my Cowboys coming in at a garbage 10 and 7. Eagles winning the division at an 11 and 6. Commanders at 5 and 12. And Giants with a depressing 3 and 14. So <laughs> now those are all of the conference winners. Or sorry, I should say division winners. Um. And as far as as far as the divisions go, it's going to be interesting to see 
how a lot of these NFC teams play out, considering the fact that the AFC West is just so loaded. I mean, the AFC West is just so loaded at, at not only quarterback, but at damn near almost, if you took all the best players from the AFC West from each team and just like, you know, made your own little fantasy team out of just AFC West, bro, that would be the super team of all super teams. Um, so let's go down division winners. Obviously, we got Bucks, Eagles. Uh, let me switch this here. That over there. That over there. Okay. So obviously, for division winners, we got Rams, Bucks, Packers, and Eagles. For the AFC side, we got Bills, Ravens, Chargers, Colts. I think obviously Bucks will probably get that first seed. Packers will get second seed. Rams will get third seed. Eagles will get fourth seed. So you would think, and then you obviously you got the the, the more seeds ahead, but we obviously don't know who those will be. Uh, not knowing the rest of the of obviously records, injuries, everything happens. You know, crazy NFL season. But as far as if those teams were to make the final four, let's just say all you know, let's just say all four division leaders get to the playoffs, right? I think if we got a Bucks Rams showdown again, I'm taking the Buccaneers. If we get a Packers Rams matchup. Taking the Rams. If we get a Bucks Packers matchup, I'm taking the Bucks. If we get an Eagles against any of them, Eagles are going down. Um, I just think Bucks will will come out of that. We'll come out as the best team in the NFC. We'll switch to the AFC: Bills, Ravens, Colts, Chargers. <sighs> Again, man, it's. I think you're going to see Ravens, Bills. AFC Championship game, winner goes to the Super Bowl, and it will be the Bills. I think Chargers will give up a hell of a fight. I think they'll probably make it against. I think they might lose to the Ravens in the in the previous round in the second. Uh, Colts might be the might be the worst division leader in that conference with the Eagles uh, being theirs. Um. So I got Bills Bucks, man, making the Super Bowl. And if that ends up happening, I can't bet against Tom Brady. I really can't. As good as Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills have been, I just can't root. It. I just can't bet against Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. That man is dangerous. He's won how many Super Bowls? You think he won't win another one? I mean, I lost to the Matt Stafford in the playoffs last year. You think that didn't piss him off? You think Tommy doesn't want to enact revenge? and beat the Rams in the playoffs, and then go beat the Bills in the Super Bowl? Come on, man. That would be just crazy. That would be just crazy. Um, but all right, I've rambled in your ear for long enough. I've went way longer than I wanted to. Football took longer. UFC took long. I did not want to go this long. I want to get my guest in here. 
Um, so, without further ado, let me bring in the main man, the man, the myth, the back fist Buddha, the Super Saiyan Heavy, the legendary Shinobi, the fluffy one, the man of a thousand nicknames who needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. The bearded bastard. The s'mori. He is. Austin. Backfist the s'mori. And you will cheer for him. And you will clap for him. Most of all, we're gonna get this shit locked, loaded, and firing on all cylinders. <laughs> this is Kevin's little podcast, motherfuckers. It's great, isn't it? Listen, Japan, we love you, but. What the fuck did they feed you? <laughs> a lot of craziness. Did, did they did they crush up like horrible drugs and throw them in your peas and carrots? Like, well, peas and carrots is not a thing that Japan eats. In your gyoza, y'all got some fucking like oh crazy drugs in your ramen and shit. Like, what what goes through their brain, bro? Fuck. The main character literally just wants to touch titties. That's the whole reason he does anything. So Where? seven deadly sense. Why can't no? Yes. Don't you do that? Are you kidding me? Don't you fucking. That's do what that. Meliodas did the entire series was just grope her the entire series. Seven deadly sense Any, is trash. Anytime he could, just grabbed her titty out of nowhere. But like that's the difference. Meliodas was like some immortal old ass being. Hold on, spoilers. Then to find out that that was his fucking girlfriend, wife, whatever, yep. from a previous, from a previous fucking life, yeah. and she somehow got turned into a baby, yep. and then when he's carrying that baby, he's, he's like, like, I'm gonna touch your titties when Fuck off. Over. Fuck off. This is my wife. Get out of here. Yeah. And then he just sits around for 18 years, not telling her who she is, mm-hmm. and then when he finally is like, okay, cool, now she's 18, we can link up again, I'm just gonna come and start groping you. I'm yeah, just gonna come over kid. and start... Yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah. I but you know it's not weird. Like, I don't fucking understand this series. Then the fact that Bond can't die, he can't die. The fucking dies. other fuck. Half the people can't even fucking die because they'll just come back to life anyway. Oh, suck it! I don't care. Yeah, not seven million cents is trash. Trash. You want to know the difference? Hmm. Denji's a fucking teenager who literally doesn't care about his own life and literally just wants to touch some boobies. That's it. Does he get to touch boobies? Maybe. You're very on this titty grab thing. Bro, listen. <laughs> when a when a shonen main character takes all the rules of a shonen main character, spits in their face, and beats the shit out of them, and makes their own rules, fire. I don't like that character very much, but like, that motherfucker's cool. His, the whole reason for him doing anything he does is to touch some boobs. That's me. <laughs> That's you. Like, oh my god. 
I mean, the main oh, character of Jujutsu Kaisen. He's just, I mean, he's very different. Although he is very like, huh, boobies, haha. He's very dopey and stupid. I mean, like, I'm sick of the old, like, Goku trope. I'm done with that shit. These motherfuckers don't want to be strong. They want to be stable in their mindsets. Maybe touch the titties is his main goal, but, like, he's still a good character. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just these these new shonen protagonists. Amazing. I just hate the All cry. Them. I just I can't I can't deal with the crybaby protagonist anymore. Where Deku <laughs> is just this this little bitch Those who tries, and he's just Asta. I don't like him. I don't like yeah. I don't like him either. Just constantly screaming the entire time he's ever on screen. That's can't why we like Aaron. I still have not watched uh, the last part of the Attack last season of Attack on Titan. I've watched every ounce of it, and I cannot wait for the full. Well, for a fucking part three of the final season mm-hmm. of the last maybe actual season, but there might be one more season. If they change the ending. Bro. Supposedly they're going to change it. the ending from the manga. Why yeah, they got to keep doing this? Well, you know why? Because Studio Mappa is overworked right now, bro. They're doing Hell's Paradise, Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, fucking Vinland Saga. These motherfuckers have the infinity gauntlet of anime under their belt right now and they're snapping very true for real like and they are delivering i'm turning to dust at the at the moment right now when chainsaw man comes out gone i'm gonna vaporize like i'm not ready i'm not ready for anything (laughs) happening this month you understand in one week we're getting six bangers blue lock chainsaw man mob psycho spy family bleach bleach my favorite anime of all time. That's not okay for me. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I can't contain my excitement. How do you think I feel? I'm not going to have time to watch all this shit. That means you get to watch it when it's all... I'm not going to have time to watch all this shit. I'm catching up right now. Right now. Right now. In 2022. I am just now finally watching the Van Helsing Ultimate Series. Do you know oh how long God. that crap has been out? But Do you know it's how such long? a timeless series. Do you understand how mm-hmm. long I have been trying to watch that anime? Started it, got about an episode or two episodes in, and then go, for whatever reason, I'm not finishing this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start something new, like fucking Mob Psycho or Fire Whoa, Force. don't say fucking something. Mob Psycho like you're disappointed. No. I'm saying because these new animes come out and they're so fire that I got to start watching those. Mm. So I can't watch the classics. And then, yep. then I start watching the classics. Now I can't catch up on the new shit like Jujutsu Kaisen because I'm stuck on Van Helsing Ultimate for whatever dumbass reason. Do you understand no, my problem? There's not whatever dumbass under- reason. Van Helsing Ultimate is amazing. I understand that. It is great. You should watch Drifters as well. Same don't, creator. Don't. One one thing at a time no. here, Big Daddy. One thing at a time here. Get a fucking We're list. We're jumping. Chop at that shit. Do you want me to get a list? You, there's paper right there. Bro, give me a fucking pen you and I'll give you... I will fill up that piece of paper, like, corner to corner, and you will be you will hate me. I don't need that. I, I don't need that in my life. That's why I'm not going to do it. My child and my wife will not allow this, okay? Yeah. But just imagine. My child and my just wife will not allow this. I don't have the When time your this. child is old enough... And my dog. To and watch Jujutsu Kaisen. And my yard. She needs to just, tell her to just fucking grow up. <laughs> like what? Just fucking grow up. <laughs> just fucking grow up. Uh, hey, start acting like your fucking age, but yeah. like double that. Yeah, no, no, so no, no, not don't double that. Be able to watch anime. With <laughs> grow up. That's it. I definitely wish she could. That would be great. She thought I started on Pokemon. Mm, yeah, I know. I started on That's Pokemon. That's exciting. That's about it. Well, 
Yeah. Yeah, Pokemon is mainly... I wanted to show her... Uh, what's that one on? There was one on there. I cannot remember for the life of me what it was called. Oh, we started watching all of the... Uh, what do you call it? Studio Ghibli movies? Oh, okay. Like, like Spirit, Ponyo. Spirited Away, and... Ponyo. I've still uh, never seen mine, Spirited Away. Mine, what? I know. See, is and that you want to get on me for Jujutsu Kaisen, but you've never watched the hey. greatest anime movie of Okay, well, Princess Mononoke is better than all of them. Mm, no, Spirited Away is the best. Nah, you're wrong. Spirited Away is the 100% tonight. best. I will watch it tonight, Spe- and I'll come back don't. to it and be like, Princess Mononoke is astronomically better. Don't. Don't do it this. Is, though. I will cancel this whole podcast right now and make you walk out that door. Don't you even start with me. Spirited Away is the best movie, anime movie, of all time. But Don't I- I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your, your blasphemy about some princess ho-ho-key, okay? I You've never understand. watched Princess Mononoke? No, yes, I watched it. I just You can't it. tell me that shit wasn't fire. It is fire, but it's not better than Spirited Away. Well, I've never seen Spirited Away, so I wouldn't know. Exactly. That's why you're a baby. But Ponyo... That's why you're a chimp. ...is great. Whoa, chill out, Frieza. Relax. Hey, he's black now. He can <laughs> say the N-word, okay? He's more black than you are, and that's a fact. Yeah, but he that's still a fact. hates... That's a fact. Monkeys, and that's whack. He pulled the reverse Michael Jackson. <laughs> he was Yo, white. He was, was just white. a space racist, and he that's was, it. He was white, he won the gold, and now he turned himself black. Michael Jackson did it the opposite way. He was black, got his gold stardom, and then went white crazy. It's just the opposite. Poor Michael Jackson. <laughs> Poor Freeza. My man had a disease. Freeza don't have a disease other than racism. This oh, is only God. disease. Alright, oh, man. We gotta talk a little bleach though. For sure. I've I watched that trailer watch ten bleach. times. I've no, I need to reread bleach. Ten times. <laughs> but you haven't watched Chainsaw Man trailer? No. What about Blue Lock? I won't do it. Do you even know what Blue Lock is? Nope. Soccer. No. Nah, bro, don't say that. Soccer? Soccer anime? No. But listen. I don't hold on. I didn't even watch the basketball anime. So <gasps> what makes you think I'm gonna watch the foot the fucking soccer? You didn't watch anime? Coconut Basket. No. You don't watch Slam Dunk either. No. What are you doing? Watching other animes Fuck that interest me more than that shit. Okay, listen. That's what I'm. I doing. understand where you're coming from with the whole sports anime thing, but like, this one is very like the premise is just cool. It's about like. This one random dude who somehow knows everything that he needs to know about training people in soccer takes all these fucking high school students and is like, I'm going to make you motherfuckers the best in the world, but you can't fucking leave. And he imprisons them in some system that they have to fucking train and compete and barely eat. He just encaptures children and is like, play soccer, motherfucker. So fucking great. Oh man. Kinda sounds like the fucking Dead Man Wonderland a bit. I still have never watched that either. Oh my god. See, okay, so we're just gonna go back and forth on animes that you and I have never watched each other, but you okay, so you're gonna tell me all the animes well, you've watched are... that I've never watched, and you're gonna tell you all the animes that I've watched that you never watched. Well, go, go ahead. I mean like those are the only two. This is fun. Okay, what about uh Elf and Live? You watch that? Bro, is that even a question? Yes. Who hasn't seen yes. that? Weird puppy girl. Because Come I on. just watched it this year. Oh, so, well. yes. 
Yeah. Watched that shit okay. so long. Don't ago. diminish me for what I don't know, Austin. Okay, okay. well, go ahead with another one because I can I can name many that I've seen that I know you haven't. I know that because you watch way more anime than I do. Yeah, I'm a fucking degenerate. When you like, <laughs> I am a degenerate. See, I like to think I know about anime until I come to meet you, and then you just start oh. rattling off. Yep. All this nonsense. That's just because I'm so caught up in the manga culture now exactly. that it's like I know everything that's coming out and when it's coming out and like my brain's like chill, bro. But then my brain's also like huh, dopamine. See, here's the thing. I'm way more excited for this new Bleach to come out because Bleach is my favorite all time anime for sure. Well, then that's why it's the best. You would love Jujutsu Kaisen. I know that. Because yes, I the author loves Tite Kubo. And that's fine. And they and each draw each other's characters. And that's perfectly fine. Oh, dude. When I saw Gege Akutami draw fucking... Who did he draw? It's the nostalgia for me, bud. I understand that. It's the pure but nostalgia like, That's also me. why I enjoyed reading Jujutsu Kaisen so much because it brought all these like things from Hunter Hunter that I loved, all these things from Bleach that I loved, all this stuff like it just took the show and genre and made it crazy and really cool. That's why I'm so excited for this new Oh Bleach dude, I'm hyped out. for Bleach too. Don't don't get me wrong. But like just know more than anything Chainsaw Man takes the cake that week. Every week. Sorry. <laughs> I love Bleach. I read it. So I know what's gonna happen. I'm hoping they animate it well, because if it's not, I'm going to riot, and I'm going to be pissed off. But then I'm going to just go and like find my I mean, Denji body pillow and be comforted by Chainsaw The trailer made me cry because it Yo, looked so good. That fucking soundtrack, okay. dog? Looked. <sighs> looks basic. <laughs> you have wait. no clue. I can't wait. I know, because I don't know what's coming. That's why I haven't read the manga. See, that's the weird thing about me. I'd rather watch it first and read the manga afterwards. Mm-hmm. I had to with Dead Man Wonderland. Because they never finished Wait. it. Dead Man Wonderland. With I think the, I did watch that. With the red man. Yeah. I prison. was thinking of, uh, what's the one with all the fucking characters with the swords that all die? Oh, that Akame helps. got killed. Oh, yeah. Fuck Somebody hopefully. told me to watch that and I just never Oops. got around to it. Somebody told me to watch it. Well, I've, I've... Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> it's a spoiler Cameron, alert. Ca- Cameron literally told me, he was like, hey, watch this show, but don't get attached to characters. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not watching the show now. You fucking ruined it because every one of them probably dies then. Oh, wow. Just like, uh, spoiler, Assassination Classroom. Oh, wow. Well, fucking... you know that's going to happen. I didn't. I did. 100%. Well, when I, when I, I accidentally spoiled come. One Piece for someone, do you like One Piece? No, you hate One Piece. You dislike One Piece. I dislike. You don't like the character designs. Yes, hundred percent. Look at you. Right You're so me. smart. You already knew. You saw the look on my face. You're well, so smart. Because it's me. You're so smart. You know every single reason perfectly, it, bro. It's like <laughs> you know, like. You're so good. How can you be sad when they look like fucking idiots? I can't crying. <laughs> like, I can't get past any of it. I I've tried. I'm still current chapter, and I just can't do it. Like I read and watched all of it. Only to know what people are talking about. I like half. Okay, based on the memes I see on Facebook and the like, actual like fan pages stuff that I see from people, I get the gist of what's going mm-hmm. on. But at, also at the same time, I have absolutely no idea what's going on. Yeah, like well, I know main things. You know I still I mean? haven't found the One Piece. It's a thousand and like seventy some chapters in. 
They're right. finally getting to the point where they're going to find the One Piece. And everyone's like, Luffy, Luffy's the One Piece. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, he's definitely not. Well, I mean, honestly, where it's going, he might be. He might be. But like, Isn't first he of all, a god now? who cares? Yes. What, what I mean, he turned into thing? a giant, like, Gear 5. Gear 5 was fucking cool, though. Although it was just Sun Wukong. That's what I'm saying with these old anime, bro. Look, I love Dragon Ball. Just Journey to the West. Remade with worse character designs. Sorry. Sun Wukong is so much better than Goku. Did you see Dragon Ball Legend? I did. That, that was cool as shit. Fucking crazy. Yeah, because that looked cool. If that's what Dragon Ball looked like, peak as fuck. That would be a fucking 9 out of 10. But Dragon Ball's sitting right now at a fucking 4. And I want it to be higher, but it's never going to be. And Black Freeze is not going to fucking change that shit. No, it's Broly comes back, maybe 5. Yeah, but they're trying to make him lose his rage and become more like intertwined with the group mm. and have him be cool. No! Listen, if fan the means, rage of yeah. Broly is what makes him fucking exactly. Broly. You can't take his insane rage away from him and just, oh, hey guys, I'm fucking Broly. I'll train with you. Mm. I'll make you fucking stronger. <laughs> I'll stay on Beerus' planet. Get the fuck out of here. I don't He'd know, destroy though. the whole planet if he could. But That's I, some shit. I do love that like wholesomeness okay. from Broly. Though. Tell you what, I'll get back interested when... Vegeta becomes the new god of destruction and Goku becomes the new weeks. I'll care then. I will care then. Right now, with this new, oh, we're just going to keep making mad, mad motherfuckers strong. Oh, we're just going to unlock Piccolo's potential and make him orange. Oh, Gohan's just going to come out of training for mm. doing absolutely nothing and just be stronger than his dad. Did you, oh, did I just, you see the And you're going to bring Cell back again. As oh, you're going to bring Frieza back again. And you're going to bring Broly back again. It's just, you're redoing the same shit. At least Pokemon, you're, yeah, you're redoing the same concept of three starters, eight gyms, and a Pokemon League, but at least you're swishing it up with the characters. Yeah, exactly. You're making it new, you're mm-hmm. adding new, you're taking good shit, making it better, you're adding new Pokemon that are eh, but also good, mm-hmm. but you're not just fucking always remaking the, the old Pokemon, it's just... That's what I hated about new Shonen every year, until, <laughs> until... The good authors pulled up. Tatsuki Fujimoto, Fire Punch. Why do you think I love? That fucking series made me think different about the way I lived. Why do you think I love Attack on Titan so much? It's so Although, like, Isayama was like, good. fuck this series, and ended it on purpose because he hated the fans. He straight up was like, y'all don't deserve a good ending. I'm going to make a coffee shop now. Now he's, like, trying to own his own fucking, like, Cafe. It's funny as shit. Just imagine walking into a what cafe the... and seeing the author of Attack on Titan. What's just wor- like, ha, huh, fuck you. What's worse? What what is what is a worse afterwards? This one's gonna be good. I, I think you're gonna like this one. For Attack on Titan? No, 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 no. Oh. No, I'm this completely different. We're, we're switching here. Okay. I, I know we're jumping all over the place like fucking beans, that, but it doesn't that's matter. That's how it happens. This is, this is exactly like the first episode. Exactly. No order whatsoever. There's never an order. Just screaming and yelling at each other about randomness and going Facts. from one anime to another. And then I'm going to spoil my hero. Okay. What was worse? How, what they turned Tokyo Ghoul into after the whole walk-off scene with him and the and with Tokyo Re or whatever? What's worse? That? Or what the F they turned Soul Eater into with that whole Soul Eater Knot bullshit. What is worse? Tokyo Ghoul Re or Soul Eater Knot? Okay. Soul Eater Knot doesn't exist to me. <laughs> Tokyo Ghoul Re 
was the most blasphemous, <laughs> uncalled for garbage <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Because when I read the manga, I felt something in my heart. I was like, this series is fucking awesome, dude. Where the fuck did they cut corners and why? Why? Soul Eater not had good animation still. But, like, it didn't continue with the manga. Mm -hmm. Tokyo Ghoul Re did what the manga did really bad. (laughs) Really bad. It's just like, like... I'd rather them pull a Dr. Stone and just go off on anime shit only and stop portraying the manga mm-hmm. than them do what they did with Tokyo Ghoulry. Because, like, who in their right fucking mind decided this series manga sucks? Let's not adapt it right. Yeah. No, you're fucking stupid. Go back. Redo it. Like, I... I wanted the anime fans to fucking bully. I wanted them to bully them like they did with the Sonic movie. But they didn't. Speaking of trailers. Did you watch the trailer for the new... And also speaking of Pokemon games. Oh, the new Pokemon game. Scarlet and Violet? Yeah. What do you think about the whole future and past theme that that they're doing? I don't mind it. I just, I give up on Pokemon games, man. They're too fucking easy. They are, like, they are insanely fucking and easy. And they're giving up. Their Pokemon are just looking stupider, and their names are just becoming more and more dumb. <laughs> they're more pun-based now. Yeah, and like, the starters look stupid. My only thing, when I when it comes to that, is that's because we obviously grew up with the original OG yeah. shit. So we've seen it from the very beginning of what it started off with. Everybody knows that Pokemon went downhill when the original creator died and they switched from doing strictly elements and animals yeah. to elements and items. Mm-hmm. When you add the whole items concept into it and you make an object somehow have personality, it takes away everything. But yeah. that's why I mean when they still when I say that they still have some really bad Pokemon, like the Ghost Keys mm-hmm. and the fucking the I mean, like, ice cream cone that turns yeah. into a triple ice cream cone is just absolutely fucking ridiculous. I do like Litwick, the, the ghost mm-hmm. candle. That's that's dope. It turns into a chandelier. Cool. Love that. I love the, the electric zebra. Zebstrika. Yeah. Dope. Cool. Love that. But I still, I still kind of give it that thing of it is more meant towards that younger generation no matter how old we get no matter how old we get and how matter what we think of the old first four gens pokemon will always still be for that younger generation so they're still trying to make new kids now interested in the shit and the new kids now they do find it interesting and they do say it's better than the old stuff well some of them yeah. do but I'm trying to teach my daughter the right way. I show mm-hmm. her the first four shows. Oh, yeah. Right away. Honestly, ain't watching no she movies. shouldn't see anything after that. She ain't watching. Except for Sun and Moon, maybe. Mm, I've let her watch some Sun and Moon on. Bro, Sun and Moon just had the best animation. The fight animation is for sure. I cannot stand how the characters look. I, I, the, they, Dude, I can't get over the fact that Ash looks like Maya could have drawn it by mistake. I see, can't. I just can't. No, I can't do it because to me... 
all that all that screams is we really care about the fights and nothing else. Fuck all our time and energy on what everybody looks mm. like. As long as the big bad explosions look cool, cool, we're cool. That's, nah, nah, that's I don't, I don't, for me, I don't man. like that. that but you like Mob Psycho, right? I mean, it's okay. It's <gasps> good. I'm not even that far. First of all, I'm, I'm not even that far. First of all, I'm like two, three episodes in. So calm your tits. Bro, first of all, don't, what? don't start breathing heavily. Episode like you see some food over there in the episode corner. Episode one, masterpiece. All episode right. two. Why do you think I'm sitting here saying, eh, when you ask me about it? Because well, I'm not even done. What? Said, no, you can't ask me my full opinion on, on an episode of, on, on a show that I've seen two episodes of. That's not fair. I can't do that. No. Did you see me... Mob Fight Dimple? No. Dope. Okay, so there you You'll go. change your mind. Right, right away. See? There you go. But that first 30 seconds, bro, I was like, this is the most revolutionary anime I've seen in my life. What the fuck is going on? And yeah. then it continuously got better. And then Reagan was, bing! Yo, I would absolutely, I want Reagan to be my father. I want to, I want him to read me bedtime stories at night and then fucking tuck me in so I can go to sleep. That's why I like Bleach so much. Because no matter what, the fight animation always amazing mm -hmm. and the characters always looked badass as hell no matter what there was never a point where they had to like even with dragon ball there was a with the dragon ball super there was a whole point where goku and everybody else's face were so fucking badly animated mm -hmm. and it was just so like it was just like sure it's moving fast but that doesn't mean it was animated well exactly and for them to just not give a fuck that much just to put it out and have a massive amount that shit bothers me. Bleach oh, does it perfect. They always make it look so fucking good. Mm -hmm. But that's also where like simple characters like simple character designs take animation to like a whole different level. Because it makes it easier for them to make them look fluid. Like Samurai Champion. No, I get that. Like Mugen, simple as fuck. Mm -hmm. Jen, a little less simple, but like the way they made them look, just the way, cause like you can't fucking give Goku like that noodly fucking breakdancing style of fighting because he is not a fucking noodle. This motherfucker's jacked and they can't do that shit with, but they did it with Jojo characters. Why did they cut so many corners on series that could be great that aren't anymore because they were just giving up like Soul Eater was amazing because the character designs were simple. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen has been amazing, even though the character designs have been not simple, but like they care. That's not like, why don't animation companies care anymore, man? It's making me genuinely that's my, sad. That's my whole point. It just seems lazy and it just seems like it's more of a time saver yeah. and a fucking, eh, we don't that's really That's why I'm scared like for Bleach. I, I think Bleach is going to be so good. I really I hope so. When I saw how they made those hollows and shit look, I was like, oh mm -hmm. my god, they just look so beautiful and they look so crisp and so clean. I still don't know who and animated And his potential just... Oh man. Yeah, no. Nah. It's over. But I'm just hoping like they didn't pay people to do really good on the trailer and then it ends up being too much polish in the character designs and not enough animation. Because it should be the opposite. Or it should be a very beautiful balance of both why can't they 
just do that. <laughs> they can't because they fuck to save money and time, my guy. No, fuck that shit. Take four more years. I want that shit to be proper. Why do you? That's why I have no problem with Bleach taking as long as it took to come out, and why they that's released true. it a year earlier. Why they're sitting here still after a year waiting? Like, okay, cool. They released the fucking thing. And saying it was coming out, and then they released the trailer a couple months after, and then they gave us a release date finally on October 10th. Mm-hmm. It's coming out soon. Oh, it is October 10th. Oh, bro. It is. Yeah, I know. We thought it was going to be a December release. No, oh, no, no. It's I knew it was going to be an October release. I'm just saying, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Blue Lock Mob Psycho, Bleach. Chainsaw Man. What a fucking way to start the week and end the week. Like, bro, I'm straight up not going to be okay. My heart's going to fucking fall out of my chest. All of that. We still got UFCs on Saturday. We Now we got fucking football on Thursday, oh, God. Sunday, Monday. I'm into fucking MLB baseball now. So I'm watching oh, no. fucking home runs clack over the fence. By the way, I, will I never get into have... Baseball. I have royally royally shit the bed i said this earlier on the podcast so i'm not going to go into too much detail but i have royally shit the bed on my betting on my sports betting oh no dude dude you said you don't bet dude i do bet i do bet on sports <laughs> sports oh, it's no. different okay so listen you can refer a friend right mm-hmm. and when your friend dep- makes his first deposit and they use your code that you sent mm-hmm. them. They give you a, a match back. So they gave him what he put in. He put in a hundred, so they gave him a hundred dollars worth of free bet. It also gave me a free one hundred dollar bet. So I put that on an MLB parlay, a two team parlay mm-hmm. for Yankees and the Cardinals. They both won. I won one hundred forty two dollars off a hundred dollar free bet. So I no no money of mine. I didn't have to deposit anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. I then parlayed that $142 into MLB. And over the last like week and a half almost, I've been making bets. Okay. That from 100. I have had one bet, one win. And it was a $5 bet and it won me $14. And it was the only underdog yeah. that I took. Only one. I took one underdog and it was the Diamondbacks. They were plus like 180. So I took them, thinking, eh, probably not going to win anyway. Every other parlay that I ever made, if it was three teams, two teams won. If it was two teams, one team won. Every single time. 10, 10, 5, 10, 20, 20, 5, 10, 10. I'm sitting here losing my mind. I'm down to my last $5, and I have it on a five-team NFL parlay. Thank God it is football season. I learned baseball. Favorites don't mean a fucking thing. They don't mean shit. You they might as well do. you might as well just pick underdogs because favorites don't win nothing. All right, man. Oh, uh, oh, go ahead. My hero. Go ahead, spoil it. Yeah. So this is current manga spoilers. I don't care bro. for my hero. So go ahead, and spoil it. Cool. Um, you know how much I love Bakugo, right? Mm-hmm. He's dead. Oh, he dies. Get out. What? He dies. He's been dead for the last four chapters. What? I no longer care for the series. Wow, but, yeah, definitely no longer care for the series after that. But they're trying to save him. 
Mm-hmm. As always, which they probably I, might end up willing. Yeah, well, he basically is back. But they haven't, like... I mean, like... Go on. Don't do that to me. Those three weeks where I was just like, damn, he's really bad. Like, and Best Genius is just sitting there like, <laughs> like, motherfucker, help! Help him! But you know why he died? He accidentally got put up against the main villain, Shigaraki, who now has one for all. This motherfucker has one for all. And disintegration quirk. He touches the ground, the city disintegrates. What? <laughs> they put Baku against this motherfucker? And they expected him to win? So this fucking... The, the dude, Edshot, who can turn into, like, a thread. He can, like, turn his body into threads. Mm. Goes into Bakugo's heart and fucking re-makes a heart for him. So this motherfucker, Edshot, is now Bakugo's heart. And we still don't know if he's going to wake up yet. <laughs> he's still on the ground just like... Like this motherfucker. What? Oh my god. That is. But like, this motherfucker made an explosion so big, it made a storm cloud over the entire city and it started raining. That's fucking wild. Banger character. He should have went out that way and died fully. Yeah. If he comes back, you're gonna do that. Hype. Hype hype is fucking. He comes back. But like, if that's the way he went out, I'm okay. You're okay. The worst part was, they showed a panel of his mom, and she was like, damn, I hope Baku goes chilling. He doesn't like the rain. He is the rain. <laughs> he's the rain, mom. He's the rain. And he's not okay. <laughs> Your boy's dead. Oh. oh, wow. I straight up sat, like, just Don't open, drop. like, bro, if there Don't were flies drop. in my room, I ate them all. You ate them all. Every fly. I just... <laughs> Unacceptable. What's that character from Adventure Time? I don't know. Unacceptable. <laughs> Stupid ass lemon motherfucker. That's how I felt in that moment the whole time. I was like, this is not right. Bring it back, please. Oh, God, that was good. <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about for a second. <laughs> I had no idea what you were talking about. That you said I, I, I don't even watch Adventure Time like that. But yeah, yeah, I know that's why I got. Co- Yo, I honestly, when you said that, I thought of regular show. <laughs> I straight up thought of regular I, show. Yeah, I, thought I said regular... it and thought of regular show too. <laughs> no one cares about Adventure Time. I didn't think about Adventure Time at all. Every time people show me shit from Adventure Time, I'm like, is this chatter? <laughs> just like mad confused. <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, my fucking Maya loves Chowder, by the way. Oh, who doesn't? Maya loves Chowder. Chowder's by the, the shit. Way. Chowder's the shit. Those Cartoon Network cartoons were the shit. Yeah. Then it just got you, bad. You said you just got Disney Plus, right? Uh, yeah, kinda. I don't have it like always available for me. <laughs> okay. Either way, they got a bunch of old school classic show on there. Dude, they have the original, like, 1997 fucking Spider-Man. I was like, oh, what? They have gargoyles on that motherfucker. Yeah. Gargoyles? Bro. People don't even know what the fuck gargoyles is. Yeah, and that's not okay. That's not okay. People don't even know what gargoyles is. That's how my in this podcast. You need to go watch gargoyles tonight Facts. on Disney Plus if you got it. If you don't, just steal somebody else's for the night and then go watch it. Ooh. September 18th. I know you haven't watched season one. Season two news for Jujutsu Kaisen. This next okay. few months is crazy. Okay, this is fucking crazy. Let me finish Mom Psycho. Okay. Let me finish Van Helsing Ultimate. Okay. 
and then I will get right on Jujutsu Kaisen, I promise. But uh wait. He's retracted the hand. Wait. That's not okay. Because I also said I would watch Baki first. Baki doesn't matter. Okay, so then why would I watch top tier and then try to feed myself Baki? Facts. Okay, now you just mind. you just watch Baki. You just disprove Wait, hold on. Thank Do yourself you. a favor. Don't fucking watch it. Read it. What? Read what? Baki. Baki is so bad. But the manga's not. The manga's good. Yeah. But, like, I, it's really... I, you're gonna hate it. Like I said with Dead Man Wonderland, if it, if they would have finished it, I would have finished it, too. If I mm. if they, if they would have made an anime for it, I wouldn't have had to read the manga to find out what happens. True. I haven't done that with Elfenlied because I don't care enough. No one did. <laughs> so, I don't... Everyone's like, so, fucking shows. I would love to get into manga, but I don't even have the time for anime. And if I don't have the time for anime, I'm certainly not gonna... Oh, dude. Manga. See, the thing is, like... I just don't. I, I made so Can't much time it. for my... Like, literally, at at work, just taking a piss. I would pull out my phone and read three pages of a chapter. You know, whip off the piss at the end of, you know, my thing and just put it back in the pants. Read the next page. Wash my hands with my fucking phone. Bo- Bro, I was really obsessed. It was oh, bad. I can't do that, and I cannot spend time to do that. So, like I said, let me finish Van Helsing, let me finish Mob Cycle, and then I'll hop on Jesus okay? Don't forget about Baki. And watch Baki. Although, like, you're going to... It's going to be, like, walking on glass. Well, see, you and I see have different views of anime, apparently. Baki is bad. (laughs) See, everybody else says Baki is great. Yeah, the series, not the anime. (laughs) Baki as a series is great. It's cool. It's just, like, everyone's like, Mm. King and Ashura is amazing. Okay, let's see. Here's the thing. You... You compared to everybody else is a little different. You, you have a very manifestic. Yes, exactly. You yeah. have a very high etiquette standard when it comes to anime. Facts. You. That's because I've seen you, Mob Psycho. You you can take the manga and anime and compare the two, whereas most people just see the anime and don't even know what manga is. True, but I didn't read Baki before so, I watched it. Don't matter though. You still voice I read it though, right? Yes. Afterwards, yeah. Okay, there you go. People, I just, bro. You say manga to some people, they're like, "Huh? Yeah. What is that, bro? I have to. My friend Lou, who I work with, I had to explain to him what anime is, because he goes, "Bro, what? What is anime? What are you? What? What is that?" And I looked at him <laughs> like, cartoon. I looked at him like, "Huh? Nobody's ever asked me that question before. What do you? Yeah. What? It? It's a show that you watch." And he's like, "No, but like." Why is it? Why is it called anime? Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm just sitting here so good. I've never met anybody who doesn't even understand the concept of anime. So to trust me, <laughs> when when you have a when you have an anime fan, yeah, and then an anime and manga fan, it's two different things. It's two different Sorry. worlds. So yeah. your like I said, palette and standard for good anime mm. is different because most people don't have anything to compare it to other That's than. That's true the anime itself and they're just like cool fighting action mm-hmm. good animation enough that i don't give a fuck boom love the show that's where baki lacks because they're like okay so then i might not even finish it. i might get where we through and go oh eh, yeah nah and then just switch nah, you're, you're gonna get to the scene where this big motherfucker starts dancing that santa motherfucker because instead of taking it as a 2d sequence they were like 
let's make a CGI. And then his hand goes like, like it just breaks. Like it does things that human bodies can't do. <laughs> and then you're just like, wow, this is really cringy. <laughs> it's like watching TikToks. I don't even get me started on that. All right. <laughs> that was a good way to end this one. I like this one. Happy fucking anniversary to this podcast. Appreciate you for coming on. You still have the most viewed episode at 35 views. And this one's going to be higher. You do. You also got maybe, maybe well, it's fucking it's been number one for the entirety of this podcast. It mm-hmm. has never been beat in views at any point. The only one that has come what close is with my uncle Corey and uh, my cousin Anthony. That one got 30. That's can right you put like you. tags on these episodes? Like when you make like the like like hashtags, so like they go into like certain categories, mm-hmm. bro. Hashtag Chainsaw Man, you won. Yep. All right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna literally, I'm literally gonna title this episode Hashtag Chainsaw Man. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Fuck Makima. That's All the right. one. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for coming on. Of it course. was a fucking blast. Happy anniversary to this dumbass podcast, and we'll be back with another episode fairly certain. All right, peace.